Good morning and welcome to the Automation Morning Show for Wednesday, October 4th, 10-4. My name is Sean Tierney and this is a show where I talk about what's new and happening in industrial automation. I hope your morning is off to a great start. With that said, let's go ahead and get started here. And uh, I like to start the show just by reminding you, if you do enjoy it, please consider giving us a like, a sub, a follow, and a share, because it really helps us grow our audience and find new vendors to cover. So with that said, let's jump into our news for today. And starting with an article from Siemens. This is an article talking about how Siemens is now collaborating with CEA. Not even know who CEA was. And uh, But reading this article, I thought it was very interesting. Basically, CEA is a technology or technological research institute focused on smart digital systems research. And so the article goes through on how they're hoping by working together, they'll be able to advance the digital twin industry. And they talk about uh, Siemens Accelerator platform and oh, just a lot of other things. I thought it was a very interesting article. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you as I normally don't, but I did want to recommend it for anybody looking for something new to read about digital twins and uh, uh, digitization. So from there, we go over to a very interesting article from Honeywell. This is an application uh, study about um, a excuse me, a company in Spain um, utilizing Honeywell's technologies in the manufacturing of biofuels. So I like the story because, you know, they're taking, and this is nothing new, right? But they're taking old cooking oil and animal fats and they're turning it into fuel. They're recycling it into something useful instead of just throwing it away. And so I really, uh, really enjoyed this article going through and learning what technologies Honeywell has that can be deployed in this uh in this industry and they call it eco-finding, like refining, eco-finding, and uh, just very interesting article. So I wanted to share that with you as well. From here, we go over to an article from Banner and it's entitled, Innovations in the Connectivity World. And I love this graphic here. Um, this, the, we actually did an ad over at theautomationblog.com for Banner that looked like this. They supplied us an image like this for the sidebar ad. And it was the number one ad we've ever had as far as engagement with the audience, just because it really just says a lot. A picture says a lot. Now, if you're listening, you're probably saying, Sean, what are you talking about? Well, what they have here is they have analog signals, they have digital signals, they have all their devices, their splitters, their, their inputs, their stack lights, their beacons, you know, their snap signal devices, their IO link devices, and all of the lines are animated with a, like a flow diagram or a flow, kind of like a dash line throw, flowing through the lines. Just really cool. And this article too, I think it does a good job of kind of summarizing all the different products we've been talking about with Banner lately. So you have the inline wiring adapters, right? So we've talked about these before. Um, the inline indicators, which is a favorite of mine. So, you know, if sometimes that little light on the top of your photo eye isn't enough to see from where you want to see it, right? And so these inline indicators are pretty bright. And you can see an example here where they're connected to these sensors. And they give you a very bright, uh, you know, on or off, right? Good or bad. Um, we also talked about their inline fuses, right? So you can see them here. And their R4, I'm sorry, R95 and R50 molded junction boxes. So you can see those there. So a, a great article kind of summarizing some of the products they have in this space. And also a great animation that's just fun to look at. From there, we go over to... Um, just a reminder that we have had Banner on the show a few times. 
Um, the two that are related to this article would be our episode 94 of the podcast, where they go through Snap Signal. I thought that was very interesting. It's a very cool technology. And then we had them back on on podcast 131 to talk about the eight advantages of using IO Link. So also very cool uh, technology. And I, you know, I liked how they went through and said, okay, if you're not using IO Link, here's eight advantages you might get from deploying it. So very cool there. Um, now we have a new product here from Beckoff. And like they have a whole line of industrial PCs, right? IPCs. But um, this latest one, the uh, C6040, specifically, I think the model here is the C6040-0090. This new model is now supporting uh, 12th gen, I believe, i7 and i9 processors, right? So this is the latest and greatest uh, stuff, and that, that's some high power, right? So typically going to be doing a lot more than just maybe a skater, you know, node or an HMI node. So very interesting stuff. This is part of a whole line from them. And uh, you can see they also have, you know, Celerons, Pentiums, i3s, and i5s as well for your lower your lower application needs like edge computing and whatnot. But very interesting new IPC from um, Beckoff. And you can see this, uh, just if you're watching, you can see there's just a ton of Ethernet ports and USB 3 ports on it as well, which you can never have enough USB 3. I'm always struggling trying to find more USB ports on our server here. From there, I just want to say a thanks to theautomationschool.com who is paying for the uh, uh, production of this morning's news show. If you know anybody who needs a PLC HMI or skater training, please mention theautomationschool.com to them and we thank them for sponsoring this morning's news. From there, we go over to a new product from Acromag. Now, we haven't heard from Acromag and Acromaggie in a while. That's their uh, cartoon, uh, the cartoon woman and their videos. But in any case, uh, I thought this was very interesting. These are new modular Ethernet I.O. modules for either current or voltage output signals. And so if we zoom in here, get it a little bit bigger, we can see that they've released the NT2310 and the NT2320. Now these are 16-bit analog outputs, okay? And the current output, you can do 0 to 20 or 4 to 20. And the uh, voltage output, you got plus or minus 5, plus or minus 10, 0 to 5, and 0 to 10. So pretty much everything you'd want. These are also expandable. If you look here, you can see you have this initial unit, and then you can add expanded modules onto it, which is nice, because if you need to add some more analog or other I.O. to it, you can actually expand it. They support Ethernet IP and Modbus TCP. So very interesting product. We've reached out to them a few times. I've never heard back. So um, in any case, I still want to cover it because it looks like a really cool product. From there, we go over to an article I found over at A3, the Association for Advancing Automation. And this article talks about off-the-shelf robotic solutions. Now, a lot of times when you hear, hey, let's deploy a robot, you think mega expenses, right? And this, what this article really tries to do is point out that there are some applications where it's almost like a, a canned implementation, right? Um, so they talk about cost effectiveness and reducing deployment time with out-of-box experiences, right? So some of these applications where your, your friendly robot uh, vendor could help you with would be like bin picking. They do a lot of that. So that would not be a long, a long in most cases, would not be very difficult to implement. Palletizing and depalletizing, right? So palletizers have been in our industry for decades, right? Robotic palletizers have also been out there for decades as well. So 
if you have a, a, a situation where you can't just use your standard palletizer, you need to go robotic, um, they're out there and they've been used in many, many industries. Love to hear if any of you guys are using them out there who are watching the show. Um, there's other applications to painting, applying paint, right? That's been done for decades as well as um, dispensing systems too, right? So in any case, just wanted to uh, share that article with you. I thought those they made a good case for, you know, not every robotic application is going to have to be custom, right? There's a lot of off-the-shelf options today. From there, we go over to Yaskawa, and they have an article, to, and it's titled Data and the Integrated Smart Factory. And as I was reading through this this morning, it really talks about the value of open communication standards and OPC. And so I enjoyed it. They kind of go through, hey, the importance of being able to calculate OEE and track what's happening in the factory in, uh, you know, where you need that open communication platform that you're never going to have everything from one vendor, right? So having, the, you know, an open communication platform that they all can support and feed back to, like, in this case, your Skywa cockpit or something else um, to get your data is so important. I thought they made a good case. I think a lot of these points we already are very familiar with, most of us who have some time in the industry. But in any case, I thought it was an interesting article, so I wanted to share it with you. From there, we're talking about events, and Horner has a new event coming up on October 17th. This is at 2 p.m. Eastern, and this will be an event where they sit down with Jim Hosh um, to talk application stories about deploying uh, control systems in different applications. So if you're interested in that, check that out. We also uh, have coming out today, now usually our podcast comes out at 3.30, because of a story I'll talk about in a minute, we're going to actually schedule it for one third. I just uploaded them all, so I have to go in and do the formatting and tagging and all that. But I did finish the uh, the thumbnail, so I wanted to throw that up there. This was a very interesting podcast coming up with Soft PLC. So many of the old timers out there like me, you've probably seen that logo many, many places, right? So I just had a really enjoyable time sitting down with Cindy and talking about how they can migrate um, old legacy Allen Bradley PLCs to soft PLC controllers. And I even threw in some pictures here of their systems. They have this uh, teal IO system. They also have these controllers. And, you know, Cindy makes some great points about their product line. And they can also be used as an interface converter. And if you go back to our uh, interview with Siemens, where we were talking about integrating their VFDs with Allen Bradley PLCs, you know, actually one of the solutions they chose was a soft PLC gateway. So the soft PLCs can not only, you know, replace a 580 if you need more memory or you need to add more program and you're out of memory, but they also can be used as a, uh, as a converters as well. And they're very affordable. And I don't realize this, but they're still selling the top doc software. So old timers from the DOS days, you guys will remember what that was. Uh, top doc, up doc, Teledinkin, all these different, different uh, people are making, of course, ICOM. We all know ICOM from back then. But in any case, so 1.30, just to kind of get out in front of what I'm going to talk about here shortly. Um, I'm also trying something new. I thought it would be fun to have a new daily poll and uh, ask you guys who are watching, right, whether you're watching the live stream in the morning with me or you're watching some time throughout the day, the, uh, the replay, to do a daily poll and get some input, you know, just have a little fun and see what people are talking about. So... My plan is after I finish the morning show and put all the links to automate news is to create a new daily poll. You can see this one from yesterday. So uh, I, I tested it out and then reset the vote. So this daily poll is, do you have any plans for machine tending cobots? So yesterday we talked about this big three hour webinar that the uh, universal robots is going to be doing. 
And, <clears throat> excuse me, and we talked about, uh, you know, how, you know, cobots for machine tending, how we're seeing a lot of buzz about that in the industry. And so I thought it'd be fun. Now, if you're a vendor, you know, the question would be, are you working with any uh, end users who are, or maybe not a vendor, you're an OEM, right? Or an SI. So you could take the poll too, if you're working with an end user who's getting ready to deploy or planning to deploy a cobot for machine tending. But in any case, I thought it'd be fun to do a new daily poll. I, it's very easy for me to throw these up there. So if you're interested, please vote in it. We'll look at the results tomorrow and talk about the new daily poll, which should be up this afternoon as well. And from there, uh, in our science and technology section, I wanted to talk about, uh, if you're not aware, right? I think everybody's heard about this, but I know some people haven't. So um, today there's gonna be a test of the emergency broadcasting system. This is only a test. If this was an actual emergency, you'd be given instructions on what to do. But in any case, uh, I just remember growing up as a kid, seeing that come on in the middle of my favorite shows. But in any case, uh, so this is a nationwide emergency test. It's not only for TVs and smart devices like cell phones, but also for like broadcast television. It's pretty much if you have a TV or a cell phone or a smart device, you're going to get this alert. Now, when's it going to happen? They say it's going to happen around 2.20 p.m. Eastern. Okay, that is 11.20 a.m. Pacific for Frank. Hey, Frank, I see Frank in the chat. So, um... Be prepared for your device. You know, I know when you're in a restaurant and the Amber Alert goes out, it's like everybody jumps, right? Because everybody's phone's not going off. So be ready. You've, you've been forewarned about this. Now, I think they're actually going to roll it out in regions. I don't think they're going to try to do the whole country at 2.20 p.m. I think they're going to do different, re like stagger it. That's what I've read. Who knows? Who knows what's happening? Now, if you don't want to hear this, there has been some people that said that even if you turn your phone off, you'll still get it. Don't know if that's true. So if you don't want your TV squawking at you, unplug it, right? But uh, if your laptop doesn't have a, remo a removable battery, if your phone does not have a removable battery, you're probably going to get this alert. So if you don't want to hear it, put it in another room, right? If you're in a classroom setting or you're making a presentation, you may want to um, put your device in another room so it doesn't interrupt you. But then again, the people you're talking to will probably be interrupted. In any case, I wanted to share that with you and... Uh, um, it'll be interesting I'm, uh, to see when it comes through. It'll probably still, even though I know it's coming, it's probably still going to shock me because I'll be like, what? What's that? In any case, from there we go over to uh, just, hey, if you guys think I missed any news this morning, please use the submit news tip link to let me know. And if you want to provide your feedback, use the talkback link. Also want to uh, thank our sponsor, theautomationschool.com, where you'll find PLC, HMI, and SCADA training. And uh, I want to thank the two new people who are following us over at automation.locals.com. That's our community. Of course, all our articles and videos you'll find over at theautomationblog.com. But this is our private community. We've been going back and forth with, uh, with uh, some of the men members talking about different questions they have. But I do want to thank the two new people who are following us overnight. From there, I want to also thank everybody who picked up a copy of my ebook, a copy of my video collections, as well as uh, coffee cups and t-shirts. And I saw one of you guys picked up one of each. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. All the financing goes right back into the show and into the site to, to keep us going. And with that, just a reminder, if this is the first time you're watching, every link from today's show is posted up at automate.news. There's no www in that URL and there's no .com either. It's just automate.news. And um, here you can see the poll that I put up yesterday afternoon. You can see a link to the morning show over at the blog. And then you can see all these links to all the news stories. These go right to those news stories. There's no in between. If I click on 
you know, um, let's say uh, new media converters for Ethernet, it'll go right to that site. Oh, and this happens sometimes. Sometimes the uh, vendors will change the, uh, the URL and you will get that. And that's really annoying. <laughs> but I can't do anything. I can't control them, right? So with that, I just want to thank you all for watching today. I hope you have a great day. It is 10-4, so 10-4, good buddy. I don't know why I can't stop saying that. But in any case, I want to wish you all a courageous, fearless, and awesome day. And until next time, my friends, peace.